thank you, Dominique, and uh, for uh, showing how the network is coming together. But let's also hope and hope that we'll, uh, hopefully in the discussion we get further to it, so what they can do in practice and, and how they will operate in the specific uh, context where needs is most need, where things are most needed. Um, one more presentation, then we'll give, take it to you. Um, from uh, Arif Hussein, who's the chief economist of the World Food Program and also the director there of the Food Security Analysis and Trends uh, Service. Um, as um, Dominique said, um, there's a need for better quality information. That's the Global Network asking for. We now have an annual report. The Global Network wants more frequent reporting. And also, well, what's the use of having a report that reports on last year and maybe we're now in the second quarter of the new year projection of what may happen this year. So is that good enough? How can we do better on the early warning systems? Adi, if you have the floor. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks, Rob. And you left the, the tough question for me. Huh? I, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, so just take it from that question that um, food security is a dynamic concept, right? I mean, what you feel today, what you eat today, the hunger you feel today is no, not the same you may have tomorrow. But our measurement is static. So we are happy with doing one big assessment for a year and quoting that number again and again and again. And uh, that's good. We also see uh, that conflict is the biggest um, determinant of food insecurity right now, which by, de by definition then things are changing if it's a conflict, right? But we go and we collect lots and lots of stuff, and by the time we analyze and come back, situation has changed. So what do you need? You need a system which allows you to collect less, but relevant, but a lot more often than we, all, we do. So that's where we are going. And you, have, you will ask, so why are you waiting till now? Why, why not, you know, 50 years ago? And the answer is very simple, that today the technology allows you to get information out of places which in my language even 10 years ago or five years ago, you could say it's a no-go area. So if you can't go, how can you report on that? Today, yeah, you can't go. But your mobiles can go, your satellites can go. So you get a lot more information out of those places in time series um, using those, those instruments, those tools. And this is what we are trying to do. The second thing which I think is really important is, like once a year is not enough, to talk about food security like last month, you said last year, I would say last month was so, whatever, right? Was good. It doesn't tell you what is the situation right now. It's a month before. So how can you change that? You can change that by introducing what we call rolling assessments. Meaning you still talk about 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, but you talk about 30 days from today, before. And what does that do? That tells you how things are changing, the sensitivity of, of information. And I would give you an example of Yemen uh, in, in that. Uh, when the exchange rate tanked, 
went up to about 720, you saw a rise in number of food insecure people, number of hungry people through mobile monitoring. But then when the peace accord was signed in December, you started to see that number coming down on almost a weekly, daily basis. Now, through static information collection, you're not going to capture that. But through rolling assessments, you are able to do that. And I think the next part of this is, okay, you do it, you use it for your purpose, but what about the rest of the community? And to me, the critical part is doing that, but even more so is disseminating that through a global, as a global public good, so everybody can benefit from what is being collected. I think that's something uh, where we are going. We are actually, this is not just talk, we are actually doing that. Um, other thing which is very similar to that is even when you look at your big surveys like LSMS, Living Certain Measurement, or DHS, or our crop and uh, CFSVS, um, they talk about endpoints. You know, every three years you do a survey, every one year you do a survey, every five years you do a survey, but we don't know what happens in the middle, right? And before we said, oh, we cannot do it on a quarterly basis because it's too expensive. But now again, back to technology, you are able to work with a subset of the questionnaire and subset of a sample following those people in a longitudinal way. That is something which is much more uh, affordable and doable as we speak. And again, taking that information, disseminating it so decisions can be made. And then the last thing which I wanted to say was about um, big data, open data, all of that, you know, it's data. Our job now has changed from just collecting data to making data talk. You know, I, I used to say we collect 20,000 uh, um, data points from different markets in the world every month. Now the question becomes, so what? Right? You know, how do you make that talk? And that is something where we have to start to continuously focus so, so we are on, the, on, on one page. Last thing, I know my, my clock is ticking. Um, I was in, this is about prevention. I was in Cornell yesterday. I spent the whole day talking to, to very smart people from 9 o'clock to 4.30. And I was talking to um, um, genetics people, plant genetics. WFP guy, why are you talking to plant genetics? I'm like, oh, okay, fine. All right, let's, let's, let's see. And she says, um, Susan, she says that they're developing a chip which they can put in a plant so the plant can talk to the satellite when, let's say, if it is stressed for water. So I'm thirsty, the plant can tell the satellite that I'm thirsty, and then that satellite can tell the drip system, give the water. This is right now, right? So I'm like, okay, wow, this is, this is amazing. So we put this in our places where we work, and the plant can tell that I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty, but it's rain-fed. So rain is not going to tell. The plant is going to scream, oh, I need water, but there is no rain, right? But then, you know, it was kind of interesting that that could tell you how your yield estimates are going to change. 
which is a very relevant thing for us. If we are trying to estimate when we're saying our drought is coming, what is the intensity of that drought? And through water, through that thing, you could tell what is the severity with a lot more certainty than we are doing today. So bottom line, that there are these systems which are being developed in private sector for profit, which have direct applications in the humanitarian world, if you can connect the dots. Thank you very much.